Welcome to the Reno March Almighty. This is Elevated Thoughts. In this episode, I had the honor of having two guests on. Uh, shout out to the UWD Norman, uh, the owner, Jerry Flowers. Uh, we were in Club Med. So I had Uncle Chuck, aka Charles Duncan, and I had Drew Two Pins Brown, uh, two writers. Uncle Chuck, writer from Cannabis Oklahoma Magazine, and Drew Two Pins Brown, writer of his second book, first book, Slave Minds, a systematic and scientific breakdown of systematic racism. And the second one is his poetry book, his book of rhymes. So I killed two birds with one stone, had two great guests in the arena, and we had a great time. We all got elevated and we all got educated. So hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for more collaborations and more release of books. Until next episode, peace. What up, what up, what up? This is your man, Dre Day, the Hoods ESPN, representing that Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. And you are now tuned in to my SLA Network brother, Sam DeArcher, on Elevated Thoughts. Welcome to the arena. It's time to get elevated, motherfuckers. I think we talked about this one. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, I was looking forward to this. I'll get a little mental. So this is the software I'm actually running. This is real time here. So I move. It moves. Okay, okay. okay. Then when it pushes, it gets that little lag. So that's why you see it on my Facebook Uncle Chuck page. It's a little bit lower. Okay. See my nice little sound works? I got this Facebook real quick, and I guess I'll. So you walk around with that, that fuzzy microphone and a phone, and I, I got to carry all this crap around. Look at this. But you got the mixer, you got it all set up. Life got me after Christmas. I see you. Remember you telling me that? Yeah, yeah. So you make sure I'm, I'm not mad, you know? So I see what you're doing back there. Here. Santa Claus brought you a board. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got me a bong last year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Santa Claus bought me a bong. I'm still waiting for <laughs> my dang hippie uh, butler to come in. This was the good When you said off. yesterday, I thought that was kind of quick, because mine comes in like the 19th every month. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't that quick. Except for April, I'll get it on the 20th, you know, because they, mm-hmm. they know what I'm talking about. Let's see if this is. So this is my software, Sam. Everybody else can't see this, but I'm showing Mr. Archer what I use to do my streaming. And what's cool is, you say I want to teach a class. Well, I can go over here and I can switch the scene. And if you're watching me live, It'll switch over there. See, there's my class scene. And I can turn on slides. I can turn off slides. I can, I can tell people what's going on. Um, it catches up with me. There you go. See, I want to talk about something else. I can just turn this on. See, let's talk about some shatter. Now, let's not talk about shatter. Let's talk about what happens to cannabis as it ages and it heats up. Then when I get done with my class, I just bounce right back over here. And I'm talking to everybody live. I got all my graphics I work so hard for. Mm-hmm. I was telling your friend about my cannabis comedy crusade I do on mm-hmm. the VR, on Oculus Quest. That. And I know if you've been watching football or basketball, you've been hearing about Oculus Quest. It's on every freaking commercial out there. Yeah. I'm teaching people international on Oculus Quest. I'm getting people from Sweden, from Puerto Rico. It's it's insane. I learned stuff from it, too. The guy on there popped in there from New York and told me that uh, in New York, you can't buy flour. You can buy concentrates and and a vape, and you can buy edibles. You can't grow flour. You can't buy flour. That's jacked up. I want to be able to control what I'm taking. I, I go to dispensaries I trust, like UWD. I trust those guys. Mm-hmm. But when you're buying pre-rolls, you're buying trust. So if you don't want to grow yes. your own, which you should be doing on your own, make your own pre-rolls. 
Message. Yep. Man, we got my guy Drew Two Pins Brown in the building. Just dropped his book. Uh, actually, oh, uh, yep. <clears throat> two one. Yep. So, and we're ready. We're live. So, welcome to the arena, everybody. I'm gonna let some people jump in. I'm gonna go live from the mother plant first, and then I'll uh, switch it up for a second. I should have played some. Good old, let me see what I can play in the background without getting in trouble. <laughs> now, you, you say that, you say that, see, check this out. So I, I, I post music, like three songs every morning. I wake people up, I just post my, I wake up, I find three songs I like, and I push them to my Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. And I got a couple of friends that follow me, and they're like, oh, this inspires me. And I'm like, good. So yesterday, you're talking about putting it on the air. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm posting music up. Sean, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know Sean, she jumps on there, she's like, what did you do to me? I go, what? She's like, you got to tell me when you put songs up there. And like, she goes, I thought I had the headphones on and I'm blasting it to the, to the office. I said, you were blasting Dr. You were blasting by Dr. Dre Chronic across the office. I bet you did get talked to. Oh, wow. <laughs> that ain't on me. That's on you. That's great. So you always got to be careful, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Facebook be uh, acting like oh, yeah. Facebook is quick. What's going on, Counter Fam? How's everybody doing? Everybody doing? Let some people jump in here before we start going too live. Twelve people already in. Like Thank y'all very much. It's been a while. Welcome, welcome. What's going on, uh, Robin? Natasha. Uh, keep it going, Christine. It's been a while. It's been a while. We got a couple of writers in here. We got Uncle Chuck from Cannabis Oklahoma Magazine here. We got my guy Drew Two Pins Brown here. That's the first book to drop. Y'all seen us up in here a couple of, maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, my fault, Drew. Slide right there, bro. Slide right there, bro. Slide right here. I'm to get real. Personal conversations on the couch, man. You know how many times I've had conversations <laughs> on the couch? I didn't have my deals on the couch. Seriously. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're here to talk a little bit about his new book. This one here. He just I got this one autographed. Thank you kindly on that. This is the new one here. This is it. That's pretty dope, y'all. Look at that. Looking like an old cassette tape. Book of Rhymes, man. That's pretty dope. Can't wait to check this one out, man. Talk a little bit, man. Welcome to the arena, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he acting nervous. I guess with a book of rhymes, it's just not a lot. You know, it's just it's my poetry book. Um, I've been writing poetry for a little over ten years. Um, got a lot of them on Facebook, and uh, it was something I forgot to do or just neglected to do sometime for whatever reason. And um, now that I'm back on my path, um, I decided to go ahead and drop the poetry book. And I'll probably uh, do one every year because I have so many different poems that I haven't published and haven't shared with people. And this is something that's just a part of me and my creative muse that I just want to share with the world. And um, I think the rhymes are also pretty uh, spectacular. Yeah. Hey, Drew, let me ask you, you know, for me personally, I, I do a lot of uh, painting and drawing, mm -hmm. but I do some writing too. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't published anything, but I found, and I've been smoking for 35 years, but I found my creative side is cannabis induced. I get, I get, Way more open creativity when I'm when I'm medicated. Did, when did that kick in for you, or did it kick in for you? Uh, I would say it's been an on and off thing. Um, of course, um, for me, cannabis more so it helps me just focus. Um, 
but then I had those limitless, them limitless moments, you know, in the movie mm-hmm. when the words start coming. <laughs> yeah. And but you know, also uh, I, sometimes I might tell, I might credit it to the coffee. You know, I have a pretty mean mix of some sugar and hot <laughs> cocoa yeah, yeah. and different things. But I, I think the cannabis does actually um, bring that, um, you know, stimulate that a little bit more. But um, yeah, but I mean, sure, I've been writing. I mean, well over ten years. Nice. And um, you know. I think that just back when I was first started writing, I wasn't in it was I wasn't working full time. I wasn't, you know, a husband and a father. So if you're um, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, you know, I was I was a single man and so writing back then, you know, I had those same moments, but I wasn't, you know, busy as busy as I am now, you know, I work and stuff like that and still doing things and make money until the writing starts to come in. So um I would definitely say it, it definitely helps me uh to focus. Isn't it funny how that how people tell yeah. me? I, I hear it all the time, and I hear people tell me about focus. But then I hear people who are, uh, let's say, not pro cannabis, and they believe in the well. It just makes you unfocused. And I'm like, oh no, no, it's just the opposite. Well, depending on the on the, the person, yeah, on too, the person, right? and the person. I think the person too. Um, I think a lot of it because I'm a person like I'll smoke and I'm going to go work. Right. I will do construction work. You know what I'm saying? Are you um, sativa guy. Hmm? Are you a sativa guy. You like to yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I smoke and I'll go work, you know what I'm saying? I'm not for the smoke and go lay down and go to sleep. And I always believe that, you know, everybody says if it prevents you from doing what you need to be doing to handle your business, then it is a problem, right? And for some people, it's a problem, absolutely, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? And that's when it comes to personal responsibility. And I feel like the um, poor decisions of a few should impact the many, you know, the, the mass majority of people just because that you can that's so subjective in right. everything that everybody can do with somebody doing it very good and somebody doing it very bad, so. That's right. Absolutely. Let me shout out a couple of people. Shout out to Raymond Storm. Uh, wake up and grow. Uh, thank, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in. Robin Selleck, a.k.a. The Contractor. Amber, I cannot pronounce that last name. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say Amber. Thank you. Deb Wood, Debbie Wood, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Billy Dunn over the mother plant. Thank you so very much, sir. Uh, I know I've been AWOL, but hey, I'm here today. Uh, he trying to pick that fro out. So I had two writers. Mr. Cannabis Oklahoma Magazine here, and then this guy here, Mr. Drew Two Pants Brown. So why not? He had his uh, book release party last weekend. I couldn't make it, so I was like, I'm going to make it up to him, and we're going to go live today. Uh, so any uh, rhyme that you want to spit for him? Uh, I haven't even checked this one out yet. So, uh, I was trying to and, I, this, and this, I just this, finished this, this one. I just finished that one. One of my new joints. My Break favorites. that stigma. I know that's what I'm working towards. We got we got to smoke, man. Hold on, let yeah. me go see if I got. And I just talked to somebody the other day. You say that about that stigma because uh, up here actually, I talked to a lady, and uh, she's wanting to get into dabs, but she said straight out, she's like, "I don't like the way it looks because it looks like I'm smoking crap." And I go, yeah. "I get that." And people and what's happening? People aren't afraid to even say that. You know, bring that up. Mm-hmm. I said, but that's why you need to communicate and educate to let everybody know what you're doing. That's what we're here for. I mean, you know. Well, I guess my book, it's funny we said that, you know, on the back. I, let me see that. I want to read it for you. Yeah, no, that's um, cool. So, uh, oh yeah, I did all the graphic design work, too. Very nice. um, now, on the back, I put this, and it really just hit me that I feel convicted to say this. And this is for everybody, everybody out there. Um, now, while I'm giving you gems with these words, I'm a person who believes in minding their business. What people like and don't like is none of my business. So I don't concern my life with theirs, but I do take careful observations and make detailed mental notes. Uh, So do you. Just know if you do you around me, I don't know. And um, I wrote that just to, you know, 
people need to not, you know, worry about what everybody's saying about them, you know. Right. And and, that, and I think just all the stigmas, you know, um, in America, it, it makes people, you know, self so you know, subconscious and prevents them from actually fulfilling their real purpose in their life and just, you know, just minding your business. You know? And you know, we're using social media now to, to 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 do what we do, but that social media also can be a double edged sword where it does exactly what you said. Oh yeah. You know, that's I've never seen people go crazy over getting a like. <laughs> you know, and and they'll change their they'll change who they are to get that. Oh man, you know, um, man, and it, 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 it is so broad the reasons why. But you know, um, we've grown to a place where it's everybody wants something. Mm -hmm. In America, the American dream is what you know, money, power, and, and sex. At the end of the day, right? And it's like, well, how can I get to any of these? A lot of people can't, you know, don't have money, so they can have the power. But, uh, you know, they can get to some sex. And I think likes are equated with those type of things yep. with money, power and sex. And that's what it kind of equates to. And people are desperate to get it because in their personal life, they may not be where they want to be. And you so you get that five stars. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> or the hundred likes or, the, you know, they don't make any money. Nope. And it doesn't make you any money. A little bit wrong. You know, my grandmother used to teach me that uh, do unto others required oh. an action from you. It wasn't sit back and, and treat people how they treated you. That's not what it means. It means you actively go out and treat somebody in hopes that when they treat you or somebody else, they treat you that same way. I mean, that's how it should be. And, it, and it's simple. You know, it's real simple if you just go by, the, you know, the golden rule. It's amazing how, you how complicated treat. and simple it is. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. But that's what happens when you start putting things like everybody's personal feelings. Oh, yeah. Well, what I've learned is that for every person alive, it's a different way of doing something. So everybody's going to feel differently about different things. So it's like, okay, everybody has their own personal feelings, but... What's what's the what's the reality? What's the factual, you know, what I'm saying, uh, outcome or the factual reality with the situation that we're dealing with? So. And I, I deal with that when I teach people about cannabis. You know, with uh, your body's made to have cannabis. There's there's things in your body that are only there to receive the compounds that are in cannabis. And that's what I usually spend my time mm -hmm. teaching is teaching people about cannabinoids and your uh, nervous system and the different receptors in your body that takes cannabis and that are only there for cannabis compounds and that your body's made for. But that doesn't mean everybody. Everybody is made for it. So one example is uh, some of the citrus strains that are out there, super citrus, things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody knows about the, the medicine that has the warnings that don't take this if you if you eat grapefruit. Or don't eat grapefruit if you're on this medicine, you know, because there's blocks. certain liver blockage, right? Well, the strains that have citrus limonenes, uh, terpenes in them do the same thing. So the people who have allergy, allergic reactions or reactions because they're on a medicine that says don't eat grapefruit, well, if they turn around and smoke super citrus or some other citrus-based, limonene-based uh, cannabis, it can do the same thing to them. And wow. That's <laughs> the same cannabis that I'm going to smoke, but that's a different body and doesn't affect that person a little differently. So I try to be real careful when people say cannabis is good for everybody and for everything. It's not magic, but it is beneficial on the right body. And like everything else, take it slow, take it low, see what it does. Nine times out of ten, it's going to help you. But again, you got to watch mm -hmm. out for things like your body has a different uh, wiring and it can't take certain things. How, how will somebody know what's the best strand for them before they go? Like, what would be some indicators or, you know, is that well, diagnosis? Like, when doctors go in and diagnose them, like, how do they kind of hit you? Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's real hard to get diagnosis because obviously doctors haven't been allowed to research any of this for mm -hmm. a long time. But I will tell you what I tell everybody is the low and slow method. So, if first split it up between indica and sativa. Um, everything's a hybrid now. Everything's there's no really true sativas or true indicas like there was back in the 60s and 70s before that. But 
With that said, there's indi there's indica dominant and sativa dominant. Sativa being the energy dominant uh, strain, and indica being the in the couch or relaxing. And the reason that is is the sativa will generate this the uh, um, agitate the receptors that are in your brain and the activity part. Okay. And indica um, affects a different part of the receptors. It kind of gives you the uh, Slowing down and mellow feeling and kind of, you know, more right. comfortable. That's why you get more focused when you're in sativas, right? Mm -hmm. So I usually break it down to first into kind of sativa. What do you want to do? So when people say, what kind of cannabis is for me? I'm like, well, what do you want out of it? If you can't sleep because you're in pain or you got insomnia or you have some anxiety, well, maybe an, a light indica. Try a small indica with a low percentage of THC and move up from there. If like you and you want to get some focus to get some poetry done, go out and do some yard work. You just have a lot of stuff that you need some energy build up. And you don't like those boost drinks. And you don't like doing all that. I'd go sativa. And then go a little bit slow. Low, slow THC, like some Blue Dream or something. And then build up. Um, I use two different kinds of cannabis. Depending on what I want to do during the day. You know, in the mornings I take some sativa. And I go out my day. Before I go to bed at night, I'll smoke a joint of some kind of indica. Some uh, nine-pound hammer or some night terror or something like that. Oh, man. So, so to answer your question, though, it depends on the person and it depends on what they're trying to solve. They be telling me about what you're telling me. I just don't be a, I just kind of just smoke whatever sativa look like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really get to it. And all my, all my friends, they're really, you know, big on it. Yeah. Uh, a couple of them do their own personal growth thing. And, and so um, I be like, all right, I don't know what y'all talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I'm just hearing it come from your, your mouth. It's like, okay, now what they're saying is starting to make sense now. And you know, and you can't look at it until you have to know the strain names and, and some yeah, of the strain names they come up with, right? But you will, you can't tell sometimes in the name. So the hazes, like the super silver haze super and all that. Haze. Well, that's it says haze, so it's in your brain, right? Okay. Well, that's a sativa. So okay. it's, sometimes it's good for that. The cushions and the things like that, usually indica dominant, and those are the ones that are the lay out on the couch, or you're gonna be sitting there watching Nickelodeon for four hours and don't know why, <laughs> you know, yeah. things like that. Um, Man, we back, man. Today's strain of the day. I uh, just picked up this uh, Granddaddy Perp. Uh, perp's good. All the Perp family's good. Purple Urple. <laughs> yeah, that's Purple Urple. Uh, there, boy, had me feeling like Steve Urple. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I'm step Oh, man, so what did I miss, man? You educating, man? I'm trying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about the different strains, what they do to you. Um, difference between Indica and Sativa. 
Upper yeah. downer. Upper downer. How there's really all hybrid nowadays. You know, there's not really any true strains like there used to be. Um, but of course, you know, back in back in when I first started smoking, the only pure strain was Reggie. <laughs> everything looked the same everything was flat in the block and it all looked the same it came in 400 seeds and that's how my pops was he's he just started getting off the reggie he, he actually came in here with me a couple weeks ago he's like yeah i need to go back i showed you my tin i keep a tin already at the house people start talking about price this or this looks like this i, I give them a humble i break out that tin because you remember this right <laughs> and you sat on the couch waiting for a friend's friend to come back to get this so right thanks yeah but things are changing, and we're getting better quality, obviously. Especially in the great state of Smoke, Oklahoma. Yeah. I never – could you – I mean, let's just be honest. Did you see it being like this? No. I told actually friends, you know, like I said, I've been doing this 35 years. and I told friends like 10 years ago, I saw I saw light at the end of the tunnel, but I saw light for the country, not for the state. I never thought I'd be alive in Oklahoma that I could write for some kid with a magazine. Smoke in a public lounge. Uh-huh. And tell everybody about the great things about cannabis. I that was never entered my Indy, thank you for tuning in. Raymond Stone, what did he say? He said Look at that, Raymond's a mind. He would say smokers are untalented, uneducated, and unmotivated. Break the stigma. This motherfucker is working on his third book. <laughs> what is y'all talking about? Oh man. I got Raymond pop up on mine too. Thank you, Raymond. What's up, man? Stormy. I brought you some candy, Storm. Every time I see Storm, I got that uh when you get your hippie butler box, you're going to have a bag of candy in there, that, that cottonmouth candy. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I was it's mad, man. Stuff, they told me it was supposed to be there yesterday about 8. I was sitting there on the porch waiting on my box to come in. I was like, yeah. Have you heard about this hippie butler? So see this icon right there? So there's a thing like subscription boxes. So you have a hobby and you just get a, say you're sewing or cooking or whatever. Mm. You can get a subscription box that every month I'll send you a box full of goodies that has that hobby focused, right? Yeah. So um, they do it with food, but they do all that... Uh, HelloFresh and stuff like that. But for other things like sewing, they may have you some sewing needles and some yarn or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, they have cannabis boxes. And one of the companies is called Hippie Butler, hippiebutler.com. So every month I get a box full of uh, rolling papers, uh, uses some hemp wick, some wound hemp wick, uh, a glass or metal pipe, like a grinder or a glass pipe. Oh, material, quick, I got uh, it yeah, it's a little box of goodies. And it shows up at my door every month and it's a surprise box. I just open it up and start going through it. And yeah, it's... it's uh, Cool. Yeah. It usually shows up on the 19th, but on April they give it to me on the 20th. That actually yeah, shows up. Go to their website real quick so you can kind of see. It's like artesian rolling papers. Yeah, you can kind of create your own box. So I think I signed. I was cheap, so I signed up for the 15.99 on my box. Hey, Remy, you hear me all right, brother? So the new sense is like he was saying, like you could either get. Hips, oh, the little tray, mini tray like that. You get a little mini tray. tray, you get a little pipe off in there, so you get all your little uh, hardware to make sure you up and smoke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they put so it They're tied in the raw somehow because a lot of their papers are raw, but I get stuff okay. from uh, Spain. They send papers from artesian rolling papers uh, from all over. Um, some of the bigger, long ones too, and some of the just the normal zigzag stuff like that. It's it's a cool little surprise, though, you know. <laughs> Man, I got me tripping over these cameras. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was like, man. Hey, man, I'll talk to you. He was trying to bring awareness to your book, brother. Uh, oh, yeah. Born identity or something. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He said born identity. <laughs> right? We got two oh, of you live, man. Sam, have you been talking to the folks about 806 and 807 and 808? That's great. Let's elevate that. some thoughts. Yeah, I'm, I've been getting asked a lot about that. My, my feeling is the new one they, they took Sean, out for a day. can you see the comments? 
That was some Billy Dunn. Yes. Max Trichromes, thank you for tuning in. Hey, girl. Anthony, whoo, yeah. Do you feel sativa triggers effects in the brain of manic dep uh, anxiety, depression, and other psychological issues more than indica? Questioning these answers. Well, I, I will agree that sativa probably affects the brain a little bit more, but it's, the only re reason is the uh, cannabinoids in, in most sativas affect the receptors in the brain. And indicas usually affect the receptors in the central nervous system and uh, different parts of the body. And that's why when I was talking earlier, the sativas do the focus and indicas kind of like a, kind of like a body uh, high. So, yeah, I can affect your... your uh, Trigger brain effects more, but it's just because of the way the strain is. That's just that's the way the cannabinoids work in those particular strains. Yeah, that's a T that hit me a little different than that Indica do. I I do recall uh, feeling like Smokey on Friday running down the street ass naked. Uh, not that long ago, off some right? good old sativa. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, I'm slowing down a bit. Back in the day, back in the day, I had some uh, before Oklahoma got got conscious about it, started agreeing with us. I got a hold of some Northern Lights. Mm. I remember some Northern Lights. The day Northern Lights was really Northern Lights. And uh, I had a few days escape me there at that time period. When I first discovered Northern Lights, yeah, it was, I called it time traveling. I'd just yeah. be somewhere like, how the hell did you get here? Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> yeah, else. I can imagine. Yeah. That's how it was. You don't find that strength hurry anymore. Well, it all depends on somebody's body chemistry. It definitely can, can but not for everyone. Anthony also says being passed through CB1 and CB2. That's what I was talking about. So that's the only two receptors really that cannabinoids work on, CB1 and CB2 receptors. And when we talk about these receptors, um, not to be make it too basic, but these are receptors on the end of nerve cells, nerve, nerve endings. And, you know, when we talk about the nervous systems, there's more than just one nervous system. There's the optical nervous system. There's the, um, uh, there's all kinds of nervous systems in your body. Well, all those have different receptors on them. And uh, some of the receptors are CB1s and CB2s. And those are what directly interact with the cannabinoids that are in cannabis plants. Um, when I tell people, you know, they say cannabis, all this talk about cannabis gets on my nerves. Well, it's supposed to. That's what it's made for. <coughs> Specific nerves it gets on. Larry Fraser says, also depends on when they pull it. Red trichomes, clear amber. This is very true. This is very true. When you grow... And you start growing. I see people all the time. You know, I, I showed you pictures of the blue dream I grew. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is very difficult. And Storm can back me up on this. It's very difficult when you're growing. And you see these trichomes popping up. Not to just pull that plant and start harvesting. But wait. You want those little trichomes, the little mushroom heads on those things, to get a little amber color to them. You don't want them too dark, and you don't want them clear. But when they get a little bit of amber, that's when they have most of the trichomes in them. They have most of the cannabinoid stuff in them. And they'll be the most effective. You know, when they make live rosin, what they do is they pull those plants and they uh, flash freeze them. So, like, frozen vegetables, and they do that to keep everything in them, it's the same thing. And then they take them and extract all the concentrates, and that's when you get the live rosin. In. And that's why it gets, it gets the whole spectrum of stuff in those, is because they flash frozen from the plant day one. Message. Look at them elevating thoughts right there, because, boy... I didn't know that. I, well, now I do. The only thing that's, the, the cannabinoid that's in the cannabis plant from day one is CBGA. And uh, that CBGA, through aging and hopefully heating and just decay, turns into 
THCA, THC, CBDA, CBD, CBDG, turns into all those other ones. And then those in turn will turn into other ones after you heat it. So the CBGA naturally turns into THCA and CBDA. And that A, the acid molecule, when we heat it up with a lighter, we burn that off and it becomes CBD or THC. And that's why if you eat raw plant and it hasn't been heated, it won't get you high. You can eat raw cannabis all day and you'll never get high from it because it hasn't been carboxylized yet to get rid of that acid compound. We do it by heating it up. We either heat it up with a joint, we either heat it up in a bowl, we either heat it up when we're making edibles, but somehow we heat it up to get rid of that molecule um, and it becomes another cannabinoid. So when I talk about cannabinoids, all those cannabinoids aren't existing in that plant from day one. They, they become those cannabinoids. Wow. Good stuff, ain't it? Yeah. Yes, it I is. Know, you learn something every day, boy, because yeah, I just learned. I was like, that was real deep. That was, that was deep. You just drive, you're walking down traffic with lights off and you don't, you don't research some of this other stuff because once you find this other stuff out, it'll just start making sense. Like a microphone. Yeah, blue ice mic, man. That's pretty. I have a, uh, I had a blue one, the, the, the cylinder kind, the big cylinder kind. They make good stuff. This one came with the board here, this one. Gotcha. See, I need. That's what I'm like. That's why I was like, "Hey, we got to get this out. We gonna figure this on out." This got three channel. I can put two more things on there. I usually put a guitar on that, playing around the house. But um, I like it. Santa Claus did good this year. Mm-hmm. Hello, Stephen Ross. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Elevated Thoughts 420 Report. It's 420 somewhere. Damn it. So uh, <laughs> uh, on 420 this year, it's gonna be 424 times. Did you catch that? At, at 4 o'clock, at 4.20, on 4.20, you read it all out, there'll be 420s. Damn. Yeah. That's the shit weed makes you do. Think up shit like that. Well, the world does communicate mathematically, so. Yeah. Cannabis makes me think of some weird shit. I was doing, what were we watching the other day? I was watching the uh, Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yes. And they talk about Professor X. They're like, he ain't moving shit in his mind. If he moves shit in his mind, he should move his legs. We're all sitting out there baking. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> like, that's what we'll do, man. Cannabis opens up the world to you. It. it really does. Man. I haven't been smoking as long as you, but I know in the time that I've been smoking, it's, it's definitely not what everybody, it's not the cracking the egg and the skillet. This is right, your brain man. on drugs. It's definitely not. Nancy Reagan didn't know. <laughs> well, what were like some of the things that you saw um, earlier cannabis like you know when you first started um, dealing with I first started yeah, so so this is this is here, here it goes with me I started smoking in seventh grade mm-hmm. and I started out of a, a need to take care of an anxiety uh, before seventh grade I moved everywhere and my dad was in the Air Force so I was in a different state every year mm-hmm. and when we when he retired about seventh grade when we moved back here I started getting a bigger circle of friends, right? Because my circle was always small because I always moved every year. I was, in, I was the new kid every year. Right, right, right. Well, my circle got bigger and I started talking to more people. I, I realized internally, I can't do that real well. I'm, I, I had a, a nervous system that just said, shut down. I said, no, you, you wanted three or four people. I'd clam up or I'd just mm-hmm. get anxiety like you would believe, right? Um, since my circle got bigger, that circle started including people that smoked cannabis. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend turn me on to some. And I didn't get the normal high that everybody gets. I felt complete. I felt kind of balanced. But what I felt right away was, one, I could talk to one person or a hundred persons. It didn't matter. I didn't feel that anxiety anymore. 
And when I was drawing and painting, I was drawing and painting better. And I explained to Sam what I found out later in life was there's a thing called the left brain, right brain thing when you do art. Yeah. And I didn't know about the right brain thing. I was drawing stuff the way my brain said I supposed to draw. But when I smoke, my, other, my creative part of my brain said, no, 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 no. Draw what you see. Don't draw what you think. And then I started enjoying my art better because I was drawing better. Um, so, but back then, you know, Nancy Reagan and Mr. T said, you know, <laughs> "You're going to die if you smoke. You smoke. We smoke. What they say? You smoke one marijuana. You know, that's how they say. You smoke one when, marijuana." When did that come out? Oh, that was that had been mid '80s. Okay, I feel like I remember that. Hey, what up? This is Aaron Kendrick representing Kendrick Sports Talk out of Northern Arizona. I want to send some love to my guy Sam in Norman, Oklahoma. Keep giving these people the elevated thoughts, brother. I like how people get all upset when I talk about their their make believe character. <laughs> it's all it'll be okay. Man, you tell. Hey Sam, if you're talking about TV, man, have you seen the uh, Mandalorian? Have you been watching? Yes, that? I have been. Actually, you been watching that trip? The Mandalorian? No. Nah. You need to watch that. Man, I've never That's watched it. Star Wars until. It's good though, ain't it? Oh, the last one, the Star Wars. I ain't even, man. I just well, this one's separate. This is like a, it's like a Disney Plus special, and it's, oh, and it's just just for this. But it's a, oh, it's a whole gosh. different side story too. They don't even really mention besides, I think Yoda, the only one that's in the other Star Wars movies. Pretty much, but and they did a good storyline. It's like a baby, yeah, buddy, like forty years old though. So he like super small. Yeah, pretty but much. they did a good storyline on. Why am I not picking up? Okay. I got expelled from high school, spent two months in jail as a teenager for cannabis. I'm tired of this shit. I'm going to stop this one. Alrighty then. Dandy little Jones. Huh? Sam, so, I'm going to jump on with you because the mind just stopped doing sound. So. Alrighty. 80s. Yeah, we got the 80s. Reefer Madness. And we'll tell you in the 80s. Drew asked about what it was like for me in the 80s. So we had a thing in Norman called the uh, Toker's Tunnel. 32. See, I'm 50. I'll be 52 in February. So. Um, we had a thing Our called Toker's Tunnel in Norman. And I, I think technically it still exists. But it was a uh, it was out there in the middle of the field of a middle school over off Alameda. And if you looked into the horizon, it was just like a field. But if you walked out in the field, you see where they had like a, a natural drainage ditch kind of buried in there, right? So you could jump in there and nobody would see you on the horizon. But once you got in there, the, the land was kind of curved in there so you could sit down. So it was almost like a curved bench. People would jump oh, down God. there, sit down, and nobody could see them from the horizon, right? So when I was eighth grade, that's where me and my buddies would jump in there and we'd smoke a joint. That's Tucker's Tunnel. This is Tucker's Tunnel now. It's been an upgrade. Uh, pretty much, man. Shout out to Club Man. Yes, Jerry's got a token. Give me a run, bro. Oh, back to the rhymes. Okay. You, hold it. you need to get that. Where can they find this, man? Uh, on my website, Kelly Phillips Publishing. Uh, no, better Kelly Phillips Pub Co. Dot com. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah, bitch, man. I'm gonna send this one to Aaron B. He, he uh, please read really that. <laughs> <laughs> Message, it really did. 
Oh, man. Uh, so on Elevated Thoughts, let me check in. Uh, what's the weather currently like? Man. Oh, we were talking. I, I got sidetracked. Sam, we were talking earlier about those bills, the 807, 808. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elevated Thoughts. Yeah. So my take on those is this. And when I said I don't, I don't distinguish between recreational and medicinal, that aside, the second bill that they put in, when they, they took that bill out for a day, reworded it a little bit, put it back in. I told them from day one, I had no problem with any recreational bill, as long as the first line of it said this will not affect any recipients of the 788 bill. You can have two different businesses going. Now, whether the free market comes out and says that doesn't work, it dwindles down to one, that's the free market. But there's no reason why you can't have two distinctly different cannabis industries going on if that's what you want to do. Tax one fifty percent, tax one twenty-five percent, and do your thing. The problem I have with both of those bills is they never put it out to the public and said, read this, tell us what you think. We'll have some conversations on it, we'll have some town meetings on it, and then we'll write it up. They just came in and said, Here's what we wrote up. And everybody's like, No, 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 that's that's doing some doing undoing some stuff we already did. Mm-hmm. So they took it out for a day, reworded a few things had a meeting, but their meetings weren't, what do you want us to do to this bill? The meetings were, this is what we did, and this is what we're going to put in there. Well, that ain't representing 57% of the people. That's representing four people. So I have a problem with any bill that gets pushed statewide that has to do with cannabis that wasn't given to the people first and have some input put into it. So did that's, they, that's my biggest problem. The ori- so it is changed the original? Yeah, it will, it will affect 788 um, directly and indirectly. Tremendously, mostly from uh, tax rates, um, and it'll increase the distances you can have at dispensary. Um, I, I hear numbers popping up now. I said before we have you know two thousand dispensaries out there. Well, we're not going to have two thousand dispensaries in six months, and that's not because of any bill that's being pushed around. It's because of people not being able to make enough money to make the rent on the leases. People like the one over here on Mr. Uh, was it Mr. Green's over there on Robinson got shut down? Yeah, just got shut down. Because he didn't redo his license? Um, and he didn't even make an attempt that's to just, tell him he's going to redo his license. I just think that's the first of many. Yes, I think there's going to be a, just a plethora, and it's mostly going to be from profit. Unless these people are already independently wealthy enough to keep it running, they're not going to be able to make rent, and they're going to have to shut down like any other Because you, you sell the same product that somebody right across the street got. And who's gonna get the best deal type stuff? So it's going the prices is kind of high, but they're gonna have to go low. But like you say, with the tax coming, yep. And they're gonna go like UWD. Shit. They're gonna go to places like this that you know when you walk in the door, they're there for you for the patient. Um, the other ones are not gonna get visited as much, and then they're not gonna make as many sales, and they're gonna fall off the off the map. Message. <sighs> so I, it's gonna be interesting. I would take that in account though when you go visit your dispensary. And in the next month or two, and they all seem kind of nervous and stuff. <laughs> no, because at the end of the day, they may not sure they're going to be open next month. So keep that in mind when you go visit your dispensary and you think they might be a little on edge or they might be a little bit unprofessional, so to speak. They may be a little nervous. So keep that in mind. Yeah, that sucks. So it's like the gold rush, it essentially. Is they're like a gold rush. And a lot of people got hooked in a gold rush, too. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up their shovels in their bucket and, like, gold's gone. He's gone, <laughs> that's how that's how I was kind of found it though. I remember that movie. Yeah, everybody running, sticking. I don't even remember that. Braveheart. Nah, no, the movie Braveheart. Oklahoma. Oh, when they, yeah. oh when they yeah. was running and everybody. What's the name of the movie? Uh, I know you. Remember. And, and I, I, I know what you want to talk about. I can't think of the name. School. What was the part? Uh, 
this when the state of Oklahoma is being founded, and they were showing how they had the land run when they start basically yeah. started, you know, start line go, and everybody run, and it was a dramatic scene where the guy had to fight to get his plot, stick his land. Yeah. You're about the famous movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I forget the name it's of. It's actually it. a famous book. And it a famous if anybody movie. out there yeah. knows, please type that I, I, in I, I so we can. That. You know, if you remember the name of that, <laughs> you it. may win some merch if you can name us that right now, since none of us know it. Seriously, oh, man. I got something for you. It's a good movie. Y'all. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like, like everybody from Oklahoma has seen it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like every kid, I mean, that went to public school was from the 70s to the 80s. Whenever it, from, whenever, from, whenever it came out, I keep thinking of the grapes Yeah, I keep thinking of grapes of wrath. I don't, I don't have because that's one where they went to California. I don't have a clue. I just remember that one part. Started the land. I don't remember nothing that happened up until that. Everything up to that. Is beyond me, but I remember when it was You can subscribe like two out of three diehards for me. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Burgess says, You ever feel like you're being licensed to use your own body? Uncle Chuck, I'm going to start with you on that one. I'm not sure I understand the question. I don't either. Unless you're talking about, now I will tell you, yeah, if cannabis is made for your body's made to receive cannabis. I'll tell you that right now. There's things in your body, like I said before that they're only there to receive the compounds that are in the ca- cannabis plant. Um, your body makes five of them naturally. Three mil in a day they so make. That, yeah. I, I mean, if you're talking about that part of your body, yeah, there's. it's like saying it's illegal to go buy tomatoes, you know, to, to me. Actually, tomatoes are less healthy than cannabis is. But. Is it trolling, crying, or unhappy about what? What are they talking about? My view is wreck is coming regardless. Do we own our own regulations or the governments? If we wait too long, the government still makes the laws work together and make a better Oklahoma message. Yeah. Shout out to Stephen Ross on that. I do have a problem also with the uh, the two state questions running around because of that right there. See, what's going to happen is that's probably going to be pushed out and it won't make a bill out of it. But the sad part is it's going to end their, what we call voter fatigue. And people are going to say, oh, another recreational bill, another recreational bill. And that's all they're going to hear. They're not going to hear the details of how the, the problems with this bill or if they come out with a really good bill next year that everybody loves and enjoys and says that's the greatest thing in the world. Well, the voters in the mass, because remember, we're not talking about one-on-one intelligence. You're talking about mass intelligence. That's a different kind of intelligence. And they're going to just be fatigued. They're like, I don't want to hear any more about cannabis. And we're not going to get the voters out like we did for 57%. Um, so that's my fear. The more and more of these recreational bills that pop up and aren't good because of the way they're written or not pushed enough, it's going to be a voter fatigue thing kicking in. And when we get a real good bill, it won't make it because everybody's just tired of hearing about it. That's my fear. Whew, it's going to be very interesting. I know it will go federal legal, though. Do you think that's intentional, them doing it? Um, like, I do think there is, a, there is a part of, a, of the society up there that is doing that intentionally, yes. I, I think most of it's unintentional. They just want another one out there, want, and they don't think that the way groups think is different than the way individuals think. That just sounds like how people sell cars to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Where are you out? <laughs> yeah. Or they give you the ultimate. No, no, you know? no, uh, no shade of the car salesman that you don't do that. You're too young to remember Sight and Sound. Sight and oh, Sound. No, I remember Sight and Sound. You yeah. walk in there and you're like, where's that $300 TV? Like, well, you just sold that one, man, but we got this $600 TV. You've always had that $600 TV. You never had the $300 TV. Mm. That's sometimes what they do, too. Is like, man, we got boy. you one bill, you didn't like it. Well, because it sucked. 
Man, that's <laughs> right? crazy. Yeah, I remember signing sound, get signed up for some stuff. Get you some Linda soundtrack. <laughs> Man. That's how I'm on. But I never got to purchase nothing for Sight Sound, no. Nobody did. They were happy. Anybody got any other questions, man, before we jump up out of here? We got a few people in there. What we got on next there? It's like nine people up over there. I don't know. We got 42 comments and people. Beautiful. Uh, TMP's that represent. I like TMP. TMP's. I went to Sam, I went to Harvest Fest a while back. Up in Tulsa, that where they had that cup after mm-hmm. the Canada, after the High Times Cup, and uh, that's the first time I got to actually sit on a TMP with Billy Dunn and those guys. Um, TMPs, that's that's a strong group. I like those guys. Yeah, they real dope, man. Shout out to the Mother Plant. Uh, it's a lot of shows on. It's been real busy, but I know I will shout out to Billy Dunn, uh, Raven Store, Robin Selleck. Those are my guys. The Knicks as well. Real dope people. This is what I'm going to make Raymond upset. Raymond, you watch this. Raymond, since you didn't show up today. I love y'all. Billy Wall, I will admit to that, but I'm back. Storm, you didn't show up today, so you don't get these, but guess who does? Remember these things, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one for Drew. Oh, man. Storm, those will come in your hippie bundle box. You'll get some of those in your box. So those are, uh, you get cotton mouth. Pop one of those in there, man. It works just like that, <laughs> man. And they I taste good. They're on a few candies. I need it right now, too. And I'm mean, had to go get one. Look at that. I had to go pick one. Drew, it Sam told you about this yet? Mm-hmm. Please break it down for this. Is, this is a clipper. Guys, I love products that are made by stoners for stoners. And this is one of them. It's called a clipper lighter. I don't know if they can see me over here. Here we go. Normal clipper lighter. It costs no more than a big lighter. What you can do is take that out. And that's a damper. So when you got your bowl or you're raking your joint, you got to tap it in there. You do that. You take this baby off. You lay it flat. Put your paper in there. And your weed. Mm. Right? Mm. And then put this in, right? The bottom of this is grated. You can barely see right there. That butane hole. So you can crumb, crush up your weed with it. And then this little angle right here. Then you scoop it up. Oh. I never would have knew all that. Never knew it, bro. Uh, so no, I, I like go... MacGyver. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. But I was going to say MacGyver, but you hit it on the head. Man. I love it when stars make toys, man. I love it as well. Uh, thank y'all very much. Elevated Thoughts with a dollar sign. I'm iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can get me on the mother plant. Elevated Thoughts. We got a Facebook. Uh, shout out to the SLA Network, man. Uh, let me talk a little bit about them before I jump up off of here. Uh, talk about your book, man. Oh, well, about the book, uh, go get it. It's got some, <laughs> it's got some good stuff for everybody. Uh, I got some of my old music. You know, we used to do music. Uh, shout out to my bro, uh, Ryan Walker, Cobra. I got our song in there. I got that verse I did from that song. Let me tell you about this song. I did a song with Ryan in like 2007. And I, I went to the studio with my, uh, with my boy Chase D. And we did this. I laid my verse and, you know, Ryan, how he is, you know, he said, oh, he said let me jump on that track. Drew. I said, yeah, go ahead, man. I don't care. I left. I came back and Ryan rapped on there for like five extra minutes. 
And I was like, what is he doing? Why did he do that? But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we still got it. It's still a dope track, though. I got it on in the book, though. Ryan, I sent Ryan the link, too, and we might share it later, but uh, if you want to share it. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting story about uh, me and my rhymes. Did you have a question for you? Yes, sir. And I, I, I asked this because I've, I've had this experience myself. Before you released your very first book, you had in your head what you wanted in that book, right? Yeah. How long did it take you from the time you got that idea in your head? Like, I want a book. To get the nerve to actually, here's the book. Oh, uh, man, I would say uh, 18 months. See? So when yeah, you're out there and you're months. trying to do stuff with, like we're doing in the cannabis world. Yes, sir. And I, I, I asked this because I've, I've had this experience myself. Before you released your very first book, you had in your head what you wanted in that book, right? Yeah. How long did it take you from the time you got that idea in your head, like, I want a book, to get the nerve to actually, here's the book? Oh, uh, man, I would say uh, 18 months. See? So when yeah, you're out there and you're months. trying to do stuff with, like we're doing in the cannabis world, and you don't get it done in a week, and you're like, I'm, I'm done, I'm not doing this. Don't trip. <laughs> It's a, it's a process, man, and, um, you know, thankfully, um, I was able to, you know, get it done, and um, it just showed, you know, I did it on my own, nobody told me to do it, you know, well, except Miss Boy, she did say I need to write a book, but it was that day she put the thought in my head, and she just said, you know, follow A, B, and C, it was just, you know, write a book, and I figured it out, and I'm grateful that I was able to figure it out and um, get it done, and I still oh, shit. Hold on, we got Stevie Boo Stewart. From the UK. Oh, What's man. going on, man? Whoa. From the UK. From the UK. Could you go follow my podcast? Bruh, what's good? Holla at your boy. All the way from the UK. Wow. Thank you very Trade much for like, tuning in. That's a dope little one. Yeah, you see my, my I have a bong. I, have a, I shouldn't have bong that I had with the uh, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty bong. Yes. You got it out there at Vape Museum, a Vape Gallery up there in Main Street. Yeah, I saw you up there, up there hanging out for a friend up there. Yeah, Kyle. He's a good thing, man. Kyle wasn't oh, in there. Trying to get to see him. So he's got a, you know, he's got, he got engaged. He's got a kid coming. I didn't know all of yeah, that. He's, he's, he's lying somewhere else right now. Hello, brothers. How's everything going? What's going on with you from the UK? That's what's up. Man, talk to your book, man. What you time know? is it out there? <laughs> <laughs> for real. But yeah, um, I mean, it's really it though about the book, man. Um, I got something coming in March. I don't give it too much on it yet, man. But um, it's definitely on the way. And uh, Elevated Thoughts would be helping me bring that forth. Are man, you offering a I, digital version of that? We got that as No, I have it, man. Are, I'll get you. I might get you hooked up with somebody so you can get that in a digital yeah, version. Yeah, because I have it in an InDesign file. And for the life of me, I haven't taken the necessary time to. Uh, I get it into that, into that EPUB because every time I do it, it just doesn't do it hot. Like I try to upload it, then he won't let me do it. I'm just like, man, I don't know what's going on. So I'll take a look at it if you like sometime, man. Oh, yeah. Be, uh, you get that digital. Some people only read digital. I don't want you to miss out on an audience. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm already know. That's the same thing my Uncle Frank told me. He said, you need to get that digital book. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> and EPUB is already good. That's a free service. You can get that free, but you can also pay a little fee and get get it up on uh, pretty dope uh, some uh, Audacity and groups like that, too. I still want to do audio version. Oh yeah, yeah. I, still want to do it. yeah, yeah I, I really want to, but I was just trying to think of like what's the process? Like do I should I pay somebody to do it? Should I do it myself? Or you know what I'm saying? So, it depends on the voice, you know. Yeah, I mean I, I would love to do it. I think I have a pretty good voice for it, but I know it's about you know. Your voice I 
I'm not going to do that. 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 i so you can go download this podcast real quick. <laughs> you can listen to me, Uncle Chuck. You can hit listen to Drew. And you can listen to a lot of other dope people, man, uh, on my podcast, man. And honestly, that's my fucking job. Let's be honest. I need y'all to just press play. <laughs> that's how I get paid. I got some real cool sponsorships set up. But they don't. They look at it as if ain't nobody listening, you're not doing your job. So I, I got some, I'm on season three now. Just go listen to my shit. Stay at home, dad, man. We need love too, man. It ain't an easy job. Not an easy job. And, oh, what you that question. Recommendations for PTSD attacks because I'm snapping. Well, I will tell you from my standpoint, um, and here's what I've learned for PTSD. And I used to have a foundation that I no longer um, have active right now, but it was only focused on people who have PTSD and opioid addiction. Mm. And if they couldn't, if they couldn't afford to get a card, pay for the doctor's fee, the card fee, whatever, my foundation helped pay for that. And that's what we were centered around, right? It ran out of money quick because a lot of people out there hurting, and it wasn't as many people giving that was needing, right? So I shut it down enough till I can get a model around it to, to make it the money. But to answer your PTSD question. I personally would stay away from sativas. Yeah. I would go with more of the uh, indica route. Um, or at least a hybrid, with, but leaning towards the indica. Yes. Um, even Man. one to one. If you don't if you don't like the high, and, you, and I say this all the time, you do not have to get high to be medicated. It is not required. You'll get the full spectrum if you include some THC in there, but you do not have to have THC to get the benefits out of cannabis. Nope. And some people get their anxiety taken care of strictly of a CBD strain. Yep. Shout out to the uh, UWD as well. Jerry makes sure to come through with them tinctures, man. Like, it's pretty dope, man. His program is awesome. It really is. Uh, I didn't think I – and they keep tweaking it till it gets to the – And I think – I may have it wrong, so don't quote me on this, but um, I think it's like a penny. A penny. Until they get you down to the the right formula that's right for you. And if yeah. that doesn't scream, Let's I'm here for the patient, I don't know what does. Yeah, that's dope as hell. <laughs> I know I like going to it. Yeah, I'm still on the penny, bro. <laughs> I swear, no, it ain't quite I right. I got mine on layaway. For real, for real. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Club Med and UWD, man, for the dope spot, man. Uh, thank you, uh, gentlemen, for your time. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't, what you about to do? I know, I, I still, I'm still having to look through all them cards, man. i what I got to do this afternoon is I have to go up to uh, Mary Jane's. Um, I got a friend that just got a card, and uh, he lives in Moore, and I said, hey, meet me up there. I'll show you around. Um, that's something, if you're in the metro area, don't get me too far out there, but if you're in the metro area and you just got your card and you have anxiety, you may get a little anxiety kick the first time you walk into a dispensary. I'm just telling you. It'll be like a candy store, and you won't know what to pick. You'll be like, oh, look at all this stuff. Yep. If you're in the metro area... And it has to be a weekend. Get a hold of me. I do not mind showing up at a dispensary for a, a fellow friend of the Leaf and helping them see their first time to a dispensary. Um, 
Second, third, fifth time you'll be an old pro, but that first time can be a little overwhelming for some people. Man, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to go uh, drop this link off for them real quick. Oh, no, that's something that people don't realize. You know, they think it's just a store. Well, a lot of those people coming in there getting that that medication is for anxiety. Well, that's a that environment's a proper candidate to trigger some anxiety at that. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Everybody, typically, everybody in there wants to help you and wants to get you the right medication for your challenges. I find that nine times out of ten. That is a fact. Let me see if we got three new comments. That's yeah, my glasses up. I can't see shit. So I can. <laughs> she's PM, PM me all your stuff, bros, uh, so I can look it up. Is that UK again? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll see you some stuff too. I don't know the UK laws in Canada. I mean, I don't either. I I will tell you that um, you know Israel, they they were researching cannabis since the sixties. There you go. Watch out. You break it, you buy it. Cool points. Israel Science has actually discovered THC. Hmm. Drew, what's your info, man? Where can they find you? Type that on Kelly. Where can they find the book? You need to find a way to get you on Amazon. Oh, yeah, man. I just, That's where everybody shops now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that format stuff, man, it just took me for a loop. And I was just trying to do so it. So I can look it up now. I figured, you know, I was going to get it out. Really they put a lot of walls in place, don't they? Oh, yeah, they do. There's always a way around it. You she know. said terpenes. You're on the mother plant talking. I've been smoking since 1977. That's from Mary Jane May. Right on. Yeah, I'm all into terpenes. I mean, terp- to me, terpenes, learning about terpenes is like learning about the flavor of your food. You know, food's still going to do what it's going to do. When you start messing around and learning about terpenes and what they do and how to get them, then you start eating steak instead of just ground beef. And you're going to start, you know, knowing what's, um, what's in your flour. Mary Jane's dispensary and more can, can show you. So that's what I was talking about, Mary Jane's. Um, gotcha. it's, it's another dispensary that I think that really cares about the patient. I, I ran into them from, uh, if you know, old school, yeah. John. He, yeah. he was out there on their first drives and, I was uh I went to one of the patient drives as well. They were super busy, so I just pretty much talked to them. We've been messaging back and forth through Facebook. Yeah, those those patient drives. I've been trying to get them on the podcast. You know, those patient drives are something else. That the, you want to see how many people are hurting out there. You show up to one of those patient drives where people get a chance to get their license. Yeah, and the PTSD that was talked about earlier. People don't know it. Me and Sam's talked about this. You know, when I first started doing that foundation drew with the PTSD. I, my mind first thought military only, mm. because that's all you're taught, and when um, you watch TV, that's all you're going to see. see yeah. There, there, there are more women that suffer from PTSD, non-combat related. I say non-combat, non-military combat related, mm. and it's usually from a sexual assault. Wow! And they don't want to tell anybody, but they they say statistically wise, it's two for one. 
That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> yeah. And it's also the you leading cause of suicide. That. So the ladies who aren't saying anything, they're trying just, to deal with the trauma. Trying to the trauma. A lot of times they give up. They just, they just cash it I'm in. I'm trying to learn. Watch their podcast. That's crazy. I would never thought that. Yeah, and I didn't either. Tesla really got into the foundation research, and that's that's really one of the reasons that pushed me over to start that group. Was I was just tired of people killing themselves when there's a plant that you can grow in your house and harvest with a little bit of work and may not put you in a position where you think you have to end your life. It's a shame that, that, that it's, it's that easy to get a plant to, that can stop that and we get to fight like we're doing now to get that available to everybody. It's... Well, we're here to elevate thoughts, man, so that's what we're doing. Yes, it's uh, 137 Central Standard Time. He said it's 730 where he was at? I think it's 830. One of them. One of them. Shout out it's to 420 them. somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> 420 Report with Archer Almighty. Chilling with Uncle Truck and Drew, man. So uh, any other questions before we get up out of here? I am writing a new article on uh, Harvest and Plume magazine. If any of you guys out there, uh, the new series is going to be on cannabis in its entirety, including hemp. Um, I'd like to see before I die, 90% of the stuff that's made out of everything besides glass and metal can be made out of hemp. There's no reason why everything in this building that's not glass or metal can be made out of hemp. We save trees. There's no plastic in the ocean. Most of the uh, biofuels we're using now can replace coal and gas, stuff like that. And when they start opening up the windows and opening up people's minds to start using hemp like that, and that's what our Harvest and Plume magazine is focused on, is um, telling people the different things that can be done out there. All these all these right here, that could be all be hemp. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to push that as much as we push the THC med- medicinal side. Message. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Uncle Trump. Woo. And they've been doing this. You know, that's the, that's the kicker is... We were doing this stuff for years. It was only the last hundred years that we brainwashed people to say, tell them, you know, the Nancy Reagans and the, you know, tell them it's evil. You go back 480 BC, they were using stuff, cannabis. Message. I did see some uh, documents where they had like some old pictures, like from the 1800s. And it was like before aspirin was reinvented in like 1919, cannabis was in 80 percent of the medicine. Mm-hmm. The, the go to the store and buy your medicine medicine. I mean, just the normal medicine. Right, they said right. cannabis on the label. We made them change. The different kinds. It's, there's never one story. Everybody says it was a billionaire, you know, paper paper maker that said, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. It's a mixture of different industries. Um, I believe in the 1900s when aspirin was reinvented, the aspirin industry kind of helped push cannabis out because it is their bottom line. Right, right, right. right. Same thing with, with wood pulp. And they, when the and uh, Weyerhaeuser and all those big companies that do the wood said, you got to get rid of the hemp. That's, that's interfering with our bottom line, you know. It's usually greed. It's usually a money thing. Um, that's what really started changing it. And then people started believing it. And then they started doing the mind washing of, oh, you're going to, you know. And then they got the, uh, the the racial aspect of it that is a whole different world. When the whole reason we use the word marijuana, that's a racial epitaph of Mexican weed. They mm-hmm. use that term because it would tie in people's mentality to think, Oh, yeah, that's from Mexico. Because back then, they had uh, Mexican immigrants coming over getting jobs in Southern California.